Welcome to the Conscious Health Podcast. My name is Dr. Sylvia. I'm a lifestyle medicine physician, coach, and conscious leader. Each episode is created to inspire and empower you to become the most incredible version of yourself. And it starts with health. I will share with you the lifestyle habits, insights, and advice that are going to take you to your next level from nutrition and fitness to mindset shifts and spiritual tools. So honored to have you here with me. Let's begin. Welcome or welcome back to the Conscious Health Podcast. This episode is going to be a good one, you guys. So wherever you are, if you're listening in your car, get ready to take notes on your voicemails maybe. If you're listening at home, get out your notebook. This episode is on how to train for a solo marathon running purely on plants. So in today's episode, I'm so excited to share with you my best takeaways of how I've been training to run my first solo marathon. Now, this episode is for anyone out there wanting to get into running. Maybe you've been wanting to run longer distances, or maybe you're just like dreaming of doing a half marathon or even running a 5K. Uh, maybe you're like athletic or you're moving your body and you're wanting to know how to nourish your body, how to eat, or even like how to hydrate for longer events. So if this is up your valley, this episode is going to be a good one. If you are listening to this and feel inspired or feel like it could help someone, please share this episode and post it on your social media. You can tag me at drsylvia.md. I love to see all your posts and connect with you. Also, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to stay up to date on all of the latest episodes. All right, guys, let's get right into it. So first of all, let me just tell you a quick backstory of why the heck I am training to do a solo marathon. So guys, let me put it out there. I have never been athletic. If you saw me in school, I was like the bookworm with the glasses, the braces, like you get the picture, right? I was so into just like all things bookish and athleticism just was nowhere in my CV. But the thing is, four years ago when I transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle, I really, really started to get more energy. It was, it was crazy. It was like this light switch was turned on. And when I started eating plant-based, um, I just became inspired to move my body. So let me tell you guys, okay, I'm training for a marathon, which I'm going to run in about three weeks, but how long do you think I've been running? Okay, I started running last year. So literally last summer, and now I'm recording this episode in June, is when I ran my first 5K. Like I, I would not say I'm a runner by any means, but now I am. Not only am I a runner now, I am an athlete I am an endurance runner and 
in three weeks, I'm going to be a marathoner, if that's even a word. So um, yeah, so a year ago, I had literally never run longer than 20 minutes, uh, maybe three miles or 5k. And now I'm training to do a marathon. And for those of you that are not familiar, a marathon is 42 kilometers or 26.2 miles. And for me, it's probably going to take me about four and a half or five hours to run. So like that is a big leap, right? So I I just embraced this whole sort of trajectory towards running because I realized that when you do hard things, when you really push yourself past your comfort zone, that's when you truly, truly grow. I mean, it's it's impossible to grow if you're not getting outside of your comfort zone. And this is one thing that I've been learning over the past couple of years. And probably you, if you're listening to this episode, you probably know this. And maybe you are pushing past your comfort zone. But I would ask you to push even more. What holds us back are all these fears fear of failure, fear of criticism, fear of looking ridiculous in front of our friends. But when we strip all that away, the only way that we can really truly realize our dreams and our fullest potential is just like to lace up and get out there, to just just do it, get started. So the other reason why I really love training for the marathon is because it's really like a running meditation for me. So for any of you runners out there, you might you might have experienced this. Like when you're running for long periods of time, you are in solitude. You finally get that break from the hustle and bustle of our lives. And you get time to be introspective. And so for me, some of my best ideas like have come from running. I mean, it's just, I call it a running meditation. I don't know how else to say it. And the last thing for me and why I am running, why am I training for this marathon is that this marathon has really helped me dial in my mindset, grit, and resilience to a level that I never even knew existed. Like just saying it out loud is giving me goosebumps. Um, so for those of you that might not know, I offer courses both one-on-one personal um, coaching as well as group coaching. And in these programs, I help you overhaul your nutrition and your fitness and also dial in your mindset. But what I've found the most through the, the clients that I've worked with is that they really love the mindset work because the mindset, you guys, is what supports our habits. The mindset is what is the foundation of our success. And I think above all, when you develop resilience, which honestly is just a byproduct of running for many hours, like you have to be resilient to push through. When you start to vet to develop that resilience, it's gonna, guys, it's gonna spill into all other parts of your life. You're gonna become resilient in your emotions. Um, you're gonna become. Um, less reactive in your relationships with your children. Um, I've noticed that I'm way more patient with people. Um, and I'm just like, I'm just more calm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just this sort of resilience. It's, it's basically the resilience that I think people who do incredible things have. And so 
If you are wanting to level up your business, your career, your family life, um, anything basically, you need to have resilience. So I think endurance events and, and fitness is one way to do this. So that's one of my whys, one of the reasons I'm doing it. Um, honestly, I also wanted to have a mindset where I could embrace discomfort, where I could, where I could, no matter what the heck was going on, like whether it was hot as hell, which it has been here training, or I was tired and I was running on tired legs, I wanted, no matter what was going on in my physical environment when I was running, I wanted to be able to control my emotions and my body with my mind. So when I can show my body what it can do and it can react to my mind, that is power, you guys. That is that is power. That will allow you to take what I call inspired action, which is when you think about doing something, your mind is just going to say, go to your body and your body is going to react. It's, it's almost like a conditioning, like you condition your body to take action and respond to your mind. So for those of you out there, if you're thinking of running a half marathon or a full marathon, one of the things that I would um, have you do, and I've had my clients do this as well, is take a sheet of paper, okay, run a line down the center. And on one side, on the left side, put all the reasons why you think you shouldn't be running this half marathon or marathon or whatever. Okay, so all of your fears and criticisms are going to come out on the left side. On the right side, I want you to write all the things that can come out of this incredible experience. All of the potentials that can be locked, all of the dreams that you could fulfill, all the positive things that can come out of it. And I want you to write this on the right side of the paper. And then I want you to really like truthfully have a look at your paper and be like, okay, are my fears on the left side, are they really true? Like are they, are they truths? And I think for most of them, you'll find that your fears are often unfounded. But what makes you the person that you want to become, those strengths, those are the things that we need to gravitate towards. So for anyone that's like listening to this podcast episode and not sure if they should approach endurance events or like sign up for that half marathon or marathon, I would just encourage you to do this exercise. This is a very powerful exercise. Um... And just think about like, who are you going to become at the end of it? Like envision yourself a year down the road. Like once you've finished your training and you've done your event, who are you becoming? And that is such a powerful driver. Um, all right, you guys. So that is why I decided to run the marathon. But let's now move into, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the gear that I use, about nutrition, and even my schedule, like how I've been basically doing it. So when it comes to gear, these are the things that I think are sort of basics or fundamentals that you want to have. And my God, I wish I had this podcast episode when I was starting out four months ago. Um, but yeah, I kind of did things piecemeal. So hopefully this will help you and it will serve you. So in terms of the gear, you want to have running clothes with, um, well, I like pockets, honestly. So running clothes you feel comfortable with. 
Um, I like to have pockets down the sides of my legs. So I really like Lululemon. Um, they've got running specific um, long pants and shorts. I prefer the long pants, honestly, again, because I can stick my phone into my pocket or my keys into my pocket. That's how I like to run. Um, of course, you want to have a good running bra and you want to have um, like a comfortable top. So it's been really hot in here in Toronto. So I've been running with like um, tank tops or short sleeves and just lathering on tons of sunscreen. But if you're running in colder weather, um, just make sure to dress appropriately. I think when I started training four months ago, like I ran in the rain once and thank God I was wearing long sleeves because it ended up being really cold and it was like an hour and a half run. So um, that really helped. The other thing, guys, oh, I can't even stress this, stress this enough is running shoes. When I started, I, okay, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, but I literally had like old running shoes and the tread at the bottom was all worn out. And actually this led to an injury, which I'll talk a little bit uh, later about. But um, I then invested in Brooks running shoes. Um, I think they're, the brand is um, the Adrenaline GTS. But I, what I would encourage you to do is just make sure either your shoes are newish or you go to a store, preferably like a runner's shop, where they can analyze your gait and give you recommendations for shoes. Shoes are so important because you're going to be spending so many hours um, and dialing in so many miles through your running shoes. So then let's talk a little bit about sun protection. So if you guys are running in heat or in the sun, this is so, so key. Um, okay, so what I did was I lathered on tons of sunscreen. I got sunglasses and a dedicated hat for running. And that worked really well for me. The other thing that I always had with me was, of course, my iPhone with a charged battery because I use these three following apps. So if you guys want to write this down or check these out. So Strava is the first one and Strava is a running app. Um, I use the free version, but there's all these upgrades that you can have. But basically it shows you your route, your elevation, your pace, all the things. So you want to have Strava and you want to have start that at each run so you can see sort of the metrics of it. The other thing I used was the Peloton app. So um, even if you don't have like a Peloton bike or a Peloton tread, you can still download the Peloton app and pay for that monthly. The reason I would suggest this is, is if you're not working with, let's say a running coach or something like that, and you're totally clueless when it comes to endurance sports, um, Peloton has a great 18 week course so in there they have all of your runs planned out for you they even have strength training all the things um, and so I followed a lot of those classes for my 18-week program and then the last app I'd recommend you guys have a look at is called Relive um, that's one word R-E-L-I-V-E so Relive is this really cool app it's more of a fun thing it basically does what Strava does so it maps out your running route but it gives you like this cool 3D thing that you can post to social media or keep the video to yourself. Um, that's almost like a Google Earth kind of feel. So it's really cool. So those are the three apps that I've been using. And then, okay, this is the other important thing, you guys. 
please, please, please get um, some gels on your long runs and a hydration pack. This is a mistake that I made early on and I don't want you guys to have to go through the same trials as me. So um, I use, I found a gel in Canada called Endurance Tap. Now, depending on where you are, obviously you're going to have all sorts of gels you can use. I personally liked Endurance Tap because the ingredients were clean. There was no crazy preservatives or coloration. It was basically just maple syrup, sea salt, and ginger. So if you can find something that is easy on your stomach, simple ingredients, I would recommend that. So for me, I found that every hour or so, I would need to take one of those gels because basically your muscles and your body's running out of fuel it's running out of glycogen and glucose and you need to refuel so um, yeah look into gels and start trying them out even on your shorter runs because you want something that you're comfortable with and that's like easy on your stomach so the other thing is the hydration pack oh my gosh you guys so at the beginning I had this like little water bottle that I used it was not enough Um, as you guys get into your longer runs, the runs will be lasting hours. So um, basically every 15 or 20 minutes, you should be taking a couple sips of water, okay? And um, what I got was a hydration pack. I think that the brand is Nathan. But again, like you you need to go and try it out. You need to get a a hydration pack is basically like a little backpack that has pockets where you can pop in your gels or your phone. And it's got something called a bladder, which is a large um, plastic sort of casing that fits in your backpack. And that has a little tube running out. So you may have seen people that are running or like endurance athletes have these. It's got a little tube and you basically just take the water from there so that your hands are free. You don't have to hold any water bottles Um, or anything like that. I found that, you know, when I'm running and tired, I don't want to be fumbling with things. I don't want to be grabbing water bottles or even holding anything in my hands. I just prefer to have that that bladder on the back. And also for your long runs, um, like my bladder has two liters, which is what I drink in about um, three hours. So just to give you guys sort of an idea of of, um, generally how much you should be drinking. But yeah, every 15, 20 minutes, take a few sips from your water. Um, The other thing that I started adding recently are electrolyte tablets. These are really important because you don't want to be drinking only water. Guys, there is a health condition called dilutional hyponatremia. Okay, what? Okay, dilutional hyponatremia. This basically means that your sodium levels are diluted because of all of the water you're intaking. So you may have heard of like athletes or marathoners collapsing. Um, It's dangerous, you guys. You could be hospitalized. You can get cerebral edema, which is brain swelling. So always make sure to have some um, electrolytes, which have sodium in them, in your water. So I bought a brand called Noon, I think N-U-U-N. Again, try out different types. but you should be having some tablets dissolved in your water as well. All right. And then the last thing in terms of gear is something to help with your recovery. So some people use foam rollers. Um, I used a Terragun, which is basically like um, a deep tissue massager. And right after my runs, I would like massage my lower body because your lower body, like your glutes, 
your calves, all the things, your quads are going to get sore after long runs. So you really want to oxygenate your muscles and help speed up that recovery so that you can continue and be consistent with your training. Whoo, that was a good one, you guys. Gear, gear, gear. Okay, we got that. Okay. All right, guys, let's move towards nutrition. So obviously I am plant-based. Um, what I did was before my runs, I would fuel with things that were easily digestible carbs. So I really liked popping a couple of dates, um, a banana maybe. Sometimes I would have like a light smoothie, not too much because I don't, you know, you don't want to have all this stuff sloshing in your stomach, but like a light smoothie. Um, you don't want to be eating anything super heavy or, you know, packed with fiber. Like don't go crazy on the bean burrito before your run, right? Like that's, that's not what you want to be doing. Um, but yeah, I found like easily digestible carbs right before my run worked. And then the key was to have my gels ready for the longer run. So again, every hour I would take the endurance tap gels. Boom. Those gave me the added energy that I needed. And then um, afterwards, so post run, um, at least what worked for me was smoothies. So smoothies are very calorically dense and they're nutrient dense too. So I would do a combination of fruits and veggies, um, you know, maybe some spinach, pineapple. I use soy milk, which is an amazing plant milk because it's got protein. I've got eight grams of protein per cup. So I always would blend up my smoothie with some soy and pop in some hemp seeds or some flax seeds for some added omega-3s and protein. And that worked really well for me. And then after my smoothie, I would wait like half an hour and then have like um, more of a full meal. Um, and what I what I found worked for me were like Buddha bowls, you know, like, like like a grain, for example, quinoa or rice. And then I would have some veggies, um, maybe some avocado, something like that. So that really worked for me. And when it comes to nutrition um, and running or athleticism, there have been many studies showing that actually plant-based protein is very optimal for your body. And actually the the more plants you have on your plate, basically, the less of an inflammatory reaction you're going to have. And so the key is just to sort of um, decrease that inflammation between your runs so that you can remain consistent and you can recover faster. So that is key, key, key. All right, guys. Um, Let's see if I missed anything. Oh yeah, and just of course the full hydration pack. So I would get my two liters of water ready with my electrolyte tablets and I would use cold water because on my long runs that just felt so nice and I would have that ready to rock and roll. All right, so we are finished the food section. Okay, has anybody been wondering about how the hell to schedule in the runs? How many runs you need to be doing? What the heck are long runs? All the things okay so I'm gonna go over this right now so when it comes to the schedule you should basically set aside about four months for your training and um, it may even be longer you might want to do four to six months but a minimum of four months of training and so my training consisted of two short runs a week so these would be anywhere from half an hour to an hour um, and obviously they'd get progressively longer as I approached the run day. And then I would have one long run on the weekend. 
Um, in addition, I had one to two days of resistance training, mostly for core and lower body. And this is the plan that Peloton uses, except they do three short runs a week, whereas I only did two. That was just what my schedule allowed. And to be quite honest, I felt comfortable with the amount of mileage I was getting in. So it worked for me. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to look at the Peloton app, it's got the 18-week marathon training plan, but that's how it's set up. So, um, okay, so what the heck are the short runs? So the short runs are basically, one run is called a tempo run. This is where you want to be running comfortably hard. Um, usually it's like a six or seven out of 10, where basically you are running as fast as you can, but at longer distances. So that's called a tempo run, and you'd have one of those a week. And then there's more of a, a marathon training run, where um, again, you're running anywhere from half an hour to an hour, and those are the two short runs. And then you've got your one long run. So, okay, let me tell you guys the initial mistake that I made. <laughs> When I started training, I actually did not, um, I think I had like a strength training or I don't remember, I had a run, like a short run before my long run. And that, that might work for you, but that did not work for me. So when it comes to the long run, that's going to take the most out of you guys. Like that, that is the run that I would be nervous for all week <laughs> and excited too and excited. But basically that's the run where what I ended up doing is I ended up sandwiching um, like rest days, uh, my run, that long run between two rest days. So I would rest um, on Friday, I would do my long run on Saturday, and then I would rest on Sunday because I think my body really needed that rest, like to give it all that it could give for the long run. So that's the way I did it. Um, so my schedule would be like this. So Monday would be... Um, uh, resistance training. Tuesday would be a tempo run. Wednesday would be resistance training. Thursday would be the marathon run. Friday would be a rest day. Saturday long run. Sunday rest day. So that really worked for me. But again, if you guys want to look at different schedule options, you can always Google it or have a look at the Peloton app. All right, guys, how are we doing? You guys getting a lot of, out of this? I hope so. Like this is this episode is really info packed. So I'm, I hope it really serves you. All right, let me just quickly touch on resistance training. So when it comes to resistance training, again, Peloton does a great job of this. Or if you want to just go into YouTube and type out resistance training for runners, okay, you want to make sure the four runners is in there because the focus really should be on the core and the lower body. Like you're not going to be pumping up your biceps and doing bicep work during this tra marathon training. Like there's, your focus needs to be on the marathon training and on the muscular groups that are going to get you to run faster and longer. So that's your lower body and your core. Um, so yeah, so when it comes to the resistance training, um, the Peloton app went through like ankle mobility. Um, you want to do lower mobility uh specifically before your runs too. So lower body mobility such as um, and flexibility such as your hip flexors. This is so key, you guys. If there's one thing I would recommend stretching before each run, no matter how short, is your hip flexors. So um, you can do uh, like a runner's lunge um, as one of the exercises or just do like lift your leg up to your chest and hug your knees tight. But you really want that hip flexor 
to be stretched. Um, and that's because that'll give you stride length. So studies have shown that when your hip flexor is stretched properly, you have stride length. So that's key. Um, the other thing that um, the Peloton does well is they go through an activation. So getting ready to you know do the strength training. So they do some running on the spot type things. And then they go into the lower body strength and core. Um, but yeah, if you just Google on YouTube, strength training for runners, or look at the Peloton app, you'll get some ideas of how to incorporate that resistance training in. And I know what you guys are thinking, because I was thinking the same thing. Can we just omit the resistance training? Like you're running three or four times a week, you're tired, do you really need to be doing the resistance training? And the answer is yes, and I'll tell you why. The weeks that I, and I'm going to be transparent with you, the weeks that I did not do the resistance training, you know, obviously I lost some, a little bit of muscle mass in my lower body and I just felt like I just didn't have that strength. So when you are consistently doing resistance training on your lower body, like your glutes, your quads, all the things that are going to be pushing you to run faster and longer are getting stronger. And you don't want to be, you, you need to maintain that muscle mass and build it over time. So please, please, please do not omit the resistance training. If you need to take off one or two weeks of resistance training, cool, do it because you don't want to burn out or cause yourself injury. But at the same time, I wouldn't just train for the marathon and do zero resistance training because it's an integral part. Ah, that's a good one. Okay, so... The last two things that I want to end this episode with are how to plan for setbacks and then how to find inspo that's going to take you all the way to the finish line. So for how to plan for setbacks, um, one thing that I noticed was I was getting um, obviously muscle soreness or what's called DOMS. So DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness. It's when you work out obviously and you're muscle sort of breaks down and has to rebuild. So yeah, your lower body will be sore. Like there's no way of preventing that. But the key is how to help speed your recovery so that you're ready to tackle your next long run and not just running on like tired legs. So one really, really important thing, guys, please remember to do this is to stretch before and after. Before and after. (laughs) Don't forget the after either. I know you're going to be maybe tired. You're going to be hopping in the shower. Do not forget the after stretch. Again, this is because you're going to prevent injury, activate your mobility and all these things. And you, everything, you need to maintain your body between the runs. Like this is, I think this is one thing that's overlooked is, you know, people focus on the actual running or the training, but in between they might be like, I don't know, snacking on processed foods, not taking care of themselves or whatever. But that's, guys, that's not going to take you to where you want to go. You really want to be taking care of your body optimally during these these couple months and of course into the future. So definitely stretch before and after. And then as I mentioned, a foam roller or a tarragon is amazing for soreness. You can do that uh, with your stretching and then between your runs. And the other thing is when you when you're like sort of cognizant about what's happening to your body, you can quickly dial in to see if a certain area is overused or sore and that'll help prevent injury. So I want to talk briefly about something that's called body intelligence. Okay, 
Does anybody know what this is? This is really good. So body intelligence is when you are really precisely in tuned with your body so that when something is even a little off, you notice it, okay? You pay attention to it and you address it. And let me tell you guys what happened to me. So when I started running, my first couple of long runs were like getting into the 10 kilometer range. And I noticed that my left calf, the top of my calf and my the back of my knee was hurting. And this had never happened before. Like and it, it, it didn't happen before when I was doing hit or sprints. It just started happening sort of as I reached the 10K mark. And it happened two or three times in a row. And I thought, I better stop. Um, it ends up, and I saw a healthcare professional. I was like, something is wrong and I can't figure out what the heck is going on. And I was getting pain at the back of my left knee. So I knew that I couldn't keep training on this for three more months to come. So I saw an amazing healthcare professional and um, he's a Cairo that's um, specific for runners. So again, if you guys are, are um, have that as an availability or live in a large city, please, please Google someone that has a subspecialty in running because he was able to diagnose within a minute that I had a popliteus injury. And let me tell you guys, like I've gone through medical school. I was like, what is a popliteus? Like I had no idea what he was talking about. So a popliteus is this tiny, tiny little muscle that sits at the back of your knee. It helps control um, your gait, obviously, and the movement of your your alignment and all that. But basically, I had injured it because probably my alignment was not correct or maybe I was asymmetric. And thank God, because um, I did some rehab for three weeks and let that muscle heal. And guess what? It never bothered me anymore. Like, I am so grateful I could continue with my training. And that popliteus muscle never flared up again because I gave it time to heal and I listened to my body. So please, please do not ignore messages from your body. Obviously, running is going to make you feel uncomfortable. It's going to make you feel fatigued. But if you're getting pain, okay, that's out of proportion to the physical activity, or you feel like one area is just not functioning well, take a look at it and address it before an injury is created. So plan, plan for setbacks. That is like the name of the game. Um, The other thing in terms of planning for setbacks is like, your nourishment, obviously, but also your hydration. So this is what happened to me. And I want to share this story because it's so important. I had heat exhaustion. I was running during a heat warning in Toronto on one of my longer runs. And I ended up running for two hours and hit a wall. But I had not hydrated properly. And I didn't have my hydration pack at that time, you guys. I had a small water bottle that was nowhere near enough. And what happens with heat exhaustion is your body just can't regulate the amount of heat inside and you start to get nauseous, um, you start feeling um, lethargic, um, like dizzy. It's it's a bad state of affairs. It's, it's nasty. So again, just make sure that you are paying attention to your body and hydrating and nourishing properly and just drinking water basically every 15 to 20 minutes. Take a couple sips of your electrolyte water all right Woo! this is this has been going awesome so far I, I love talking about this stuff okay so plan for setbacks so we've covered that now I want to end off the podcast episode 
with inspo, 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 inspo. What's going to get you to the finish line, you guys? What's going to get you? It, it's got to be inspiration. You've got to have a strong why. Like, why are, you, why are you training for this 5K or this half marathon or full marathon? Or maybe you're a triathlete. I, I don't know. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Um, all the, the coaching clients that I work with, I have them. One of the first things we do is we sit down and we craft a why statement. Write it in your journal. Post it on sticky notes on your mirror. Have it on a note card that you like slip into your car and pull out when you need it. But you need to have a strong why. And your why can go way beyond you. Like your why doesn't have to be, I mean, it could be. It could be like, I, I want to be physically fit and in the best shape of my life. That's an amazing why. That's an incredible why. But think broader. Think Think to your family. Think to the world. Like, why are you doing this? Do you want to show your kids what it means to be resilient and to be like a badass? Okay. <laughs> Do you want to show up at work with energy and like skyrocket in terms of your career? Do you want to just show up for yourself for the first time in your life? Are you sick of letting yourself down? Do you want to do something consistently to show yourself that you can, that you are this person? Whatever the inspiration is, I want you guys to write it down. In fact, guys, when you finish this episode in the next five minutes, I want you guys to write out your why for whatever event or thing that you are training for, okay? And look at it, say it out loud, imbue your sub conscious mind with it whatever you need to do to get that that into your mindset that's going to drive you on your hardest days so um the other ways you can find inspiration or mentorship is obviously you can go to online coaches or like a personal trainer that can help you in terms of accountability or maybe they are gonna like set up your schedule for you i mean that's obviously a great uh way to keep consistent with your running um you can find inspiration through Instagram or through a community. Okay, there are so many influencers, doctors, Facebook accounts out there where there are athletes that are just kicking ass or even just people that are athletic that have things dialed in, okay? Spend time reading their posts, understanding their mindset and just kind of quote unquote being around them. I mean, you don't have to be around someone physically to understand their habits and how their conscious mind works. Um, you know, it could be anyone, I guess is what I'm saying. For me, honestly, it's also been, um, I have my own personal coach. I, I, I think mentorship is so, so important. And um, my personal coach is Jesse Itzler. He is a plant-based entrepreneur, amazing kick-ass guy. He's married to Sarah Blakely of Spanx. And he has a group called Build Your Life Resume. And so in this Build Your Life Resume group, we pick one big thing that is like our year-defining event. It's called a Masogi. And for me, that Masogi is my marathon. So I picked it. I like put it out there on social media. I put it out there to my group at Build Your Life Resume so that everyone knows I'm accountable. Like this is what I'm doing and it's going to it's gonna be done. Um, and of course, I gained so much inspiration from 
the people around me that were doing hard things, right? Like that were in Build Your Life resumes. So just surround yourself with people that inspire you. The other thing is, guys, go for books and movies. Like there are so many good running books. One of my absolute faves is called Running Ultra by Rich Roll. Ritual also has a podcast, the Ritual podcast that I totally love. And he has been inspiring me for years. He's just one of the most incredible humans. Um, there's Shut Up and Run by Robin Arzon, who is a plant-based um, Peloton instructor. She's the head of fitness at Peloton. Um, oh, another really good book is called Endure by Alex Hutchinson. If you guys want to get into the science and the mindset behind endurance running and training, Endure is the book to get. Um, and then, of course, there are Netflix movies. So when you guys are just tired or you just want something to inspire you and you're just sitting there and don't know what to do, there's Brittany Runs a Marathon, which is a really, really fun movie about a woman. It's actually based on a, a true story, I believe, about a woman who's like overweight and just in a bad mood and depressed and she ends up running a marathon. And then there are some crazy ones out there, some crazy endurance events like the Barkley Marathons. Um, the Barkley Marathon uh, documentary on Netflix as well. So yeah, just get movies to inspire you, books, people, just kind of surround your life with the physical and mental reminders of what you are doing because what you're going to be doing is absolutely incredible. Before I end off this podcast episode, I just want to honor you. First of all, to say thank you for listening and thank you for wanting to become the best version of yourself. Not everybody signs up for this, you guys. Um, I know if you're listening to this episode and if you've made it to the end, that means you are serious about leveling up your fitness. So I am giving you massive props for that, massive props. And I'm sending you so much love on this journey of yours. If you guys would love to connect with me on Instagram, my handle is at drdr.sylvia, S-I-L-V-I-A dot M-D. So that's at drsylvia.md. I'm super active on Instagram. I have tons of posts actually there about running and mindset and plant-based nutrition. Come and say hi, DM me. I love to connect with you guys. Um, also, if you are interested in a course, guys, I have this incredible self-paced, evidence-based plant-based nutrition course. So if you just need some help sifting through all the nutrition misinformation that's out there and you're just kind of like sick and tired of not understanding nutrition, not knowing how to apply it to yourself and just need some accountability and a framework, then Supercharge Your Nutrition was created for you. So Supercharge Your Nutrition is a online course. It is all backed by evidence. I give you all the tools and techniques that I use with my lifestyle medicine patients and my coaching clients. Um, and there's a, a support group, accountability. It comes with a workbook, tons of videos. Like it's all there for you guys. Um, so head on over to my website at drsylviamd.com. That's D-R-S-I-L-V-I-A-M-D.com. And it's there under courses. Or, of course, you guys can find me on the Grammy Gram. can check out my Instagram. And there's a link for Supercharged Nutrition in the bio. So sending you guys so much love um, on this amazing health journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media. Share it with family and friends. 
When one wins, you guys, we all win. Let's shift our health together and our life trajectory and do the same for others. Sending you guys so much love and I'll see you guys soon. Hello, beautiful souls. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are just wanting to take a deeper dive into running, you want to get back into it, or maybe you're just dreaming of running your first half or full marathon, I've got some exciting news for you. I'm going to be hosting a free marathon masterclass. This is going to be an incredible mini training where we're going to take a deeper dive into all things running and I'm going to be answering your questions live via a Zoom call. You can click the link in the episode show notes and sign up for our marathon masterclass or simply go to www.drsylviamd.com backslash marathon. Can't wait to see you guys there. Get notified of the next episode, subscribe on iTunes. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts. Let's continue to live longer and stronger together. And I will see you on the next episode.